Good morning. Good morning. Happy Sunday. Welcome to the beautiful truth, raw, naked, and exposed. I am your host, Beverly Smith Brown. I am super excited to be before you all this morning. I am joined this morning with Ryan Nickens. Yeah. Good Hi. morning. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yes, guys. It is definitely um, March Women's History Month, so we have a studio mm -hmm. full of women. Some yeah. powerful women. Some women in entertainment. Some women that are standing on their pain. Some women who are doing something. I mean, all of the women are active in the community, mm -hmm. active in their families, and they are um, turning their trials and tribulations into black. Lessons. And I am truly, truly, truly grateful to be in the presence of these great women. Thank Aww. you again for being here. Uh, we're going to start like we do every Sunday with prayer. We got to give God glory for this day. So please join us in prayer. Who, Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for this day, Father God. We thank you for the ability to breathe. We thank you, Lord God, for our lungs. We thank you for our heart. We thank you for our kidneys. We thank you, Lord God, for our everything, Lord God. You just give us so much. We thank you for what you're doing in the seen and the unseen, Lord God. We thank you for the heavenly angels that are encamped around us, Lord God. And we dispatch our heavenly angels out to those who are feeling hopeless right now, Lord God. Those who cannot see their way through, Lord God. We thank you that you have the power to open up blind eyes, Lord God. We thank you for those people that are around them that are uh, praying positive things in them, Lord. God. We yes. thank you, Father God, that there is no weapon that's formed against our children shall prosper, yes, Father God. Lord. We thank you that the seeds that we are yes. sown will do what it has been yes. uh, sown to do, Lord God. We thank you that it will uh, produce a great harvest, Lord God. We yes. thank you, Father God, that it is harvest time, Lord God. We give you all the glory and all of the yes. honor, all of the praise, Lord God. We just thank you, Father God, what you're doing on the inside of us. We thank you, Lord God, that it is just less of us and more of you, Lord God. We give this show to you, Lord God. We ask for you to have your way, Lord God. Use us. Use us, Lord God. We just thank you. We know in Jesus' name that it is so, and we say amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. I just want to give honor to my mom. Um, I want to give honor to my mom, Mary G. Smith. She's in this room. I feel mm -hmm. her presence. I want to give honor to my sister, Vanessa Nixon. I want to give honor to my sister, Shara Smith. I want to give honor to my sister, Alicia Smith. I want to give honor to my cousin, Jonana Nixon. I want to give honor to my godmother, Robin, and my sister, April. I want to give glory, Lord God, mm -hmm. for all of those ancestors and heavenly mm -hmm. angels that are encamped around us right now, Lord God. Yes. I feel his spirit. So I, 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 I'm just grateful. Yes. <laughs> I had to get that out, guys, you know. Yeah. I feel them. I feel them. You know, the this answers. this platform right here, I am not taking it lightly. Mm -hmm. And I know um, that we're here for a purpose. Um, Ryan Nickens, thank you. Thank I want to thank you for what you're doing in the physical, in the natural realm. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you're not just talking, but you've been through some things. Can you share with everyone who you are? and the wonderful things you're doing in the community. Sure. So I am a native Washingtonian. I grew up um, east of the river. I am truly a Southeast baby. I was conceived on Sheridan Terrace in Southeast, born in Greater Southeast Community Hospital. Mm -hmm. I don't know that other home recognized that other hospital name. That's yes, right. <laughs> it's still Greater Southeast Community That's to me. Um, but and life started off well, mm -hmm. you know. Um, my parents... Um, while I didn't grow up in a two-parent home, I grew up in a two-parent home because my dad wasn't far away. My dad has been a fixture in my life. So I, that whole single mother thing, I don't acknowledge at all because my dad has always been consistent in my life, even though you know we lived in two separate homes. Um, but like most families in D.C. in the 80s when the crack cocaine epidemic hit, mm -hmm. um, it hit this quiet community family community, mm -hmm. what most people from D.C. and east of the river know as um, Robinson Place, mm -hmm. right? So that's where my family spent the better part of 30 years before it was shut down. Thank God that it is now being rebuilt and will be affordable housing. So if you're looking for affordable housing east of the river, go um, check out Parkway Overlook, the new Parkway Overlook that will open soon. Awesome. Um, but the crack cocaine epidemic hit. What it brought violence, what it brought 
um, devastation to the black community in DC. And so uh, it wouldn't be long before my family got the phone call that a lot of families have gotten over the years. And it was that my 19 year old uncle David was found on 22nd Street mm -hmm. with two bullets in him. Um, and he died, right? And so it was that moment that was like, you heard about it, you saw it, but it's a difference when it hits your family. Yeah. It is, you feel for families when it happens to them, but when it hits your family, it's a whole different story because this is a person you've spent your life loving. Um, looking forward to my uncle David uh, for most of us was more like a brother than an uncle he mm -hmm. was the fun loving uncle um, and it was devastating yeah. he was the baby boy um, but our family didn't have long mm -hmm. to grieve my uncle before gun violence hit us again and so on a cold rainy night December the 3rd 1993 I was awakened by my sister's friend. We were living in Washington Highland, and she said, um, wake up, wake up. You know, Randy killed Tracy. You gotta wake up. Mm. Uh, Randy was our next door neighbor. And who's Tracy? Tracy's my sister. Um, and I'm thinking, and he shot your mother. He did whatever. And so in my 15-year-old brain, I'm trying to process this. Mm. Like, I go to sleep, my family's well. I wake up, and now I'm being told they're gone or they've been shot. And so it was just like... So who know, was shot? Was it like a, it like a was, serial killer? Because you mentioned your was, mom. Was your mom shot? Yeah, my mom. So what happened was an argument between my pregnant sister, Tracy, who was hormonal, and our next door neighbor, Randy, who was high. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's like this perfect storm. Argument escalates, as we all know. Mm -hmm. um, and then he shoots my sister, my brother, my mother, and another mm -hmm. sister. Wow. Um, my sister, Tracy, was who was eight months pregnant, was killed, mm -hmm. leaving behind a one-year-old daughter at the time. Um, and so for me, life began automatically to spiral out of control. Wow. Um, I remember the first time, you know, it's taboo in the black community, especially the black Christian community, to say you tried to commit suicide. Mm -hmm. But on December the 25th, 1993, um, was the first time I tried to commit suicide. It was just 22 days after um, my family was attacked because I didn't want to hear that God talked. Yeah. Because if there was a God, how did God allow this to happen? Yeah. Um, where was God in the midst of all of this pain? Yeah. We had just, you know, a couple of years before, had to bury my uncle prematurely. Right. And so that conversation around, you look to God, God allows everything to happen for a reason. Yeah. That was bull. Yeah. And I wasn't there for it. And so it took me a while to get back to God. Um, and to get in that space and that place with God again. Uh, but can you, I'm sorry, can you speak about just briefly on what were those steps that took you? Because like you said, you were at a point and that's totally understandable, mm -hmm. right? Um, but how did you move from that to saying, okay, God show me? Right, so my parents put me in therapy because mm, my therapy. Um, high school counselor told them I was either going to hurt myself or hurt someone else. Mm -hmm. And so they sent me to therapy. It was when um, a couple of years later, my brother who was shot that night as well was killed mm -hmm. in Washington Highland. And we had moved to Maryland at that point and left the city. Mm -hmm. um, but he was shot in that neighborhood as well and killed. Um, and for four months, I just drunk. I was drinking to numb my pain. I was self-medicating my mm. pain. And it was New Year's Eve, 1996, and I just went in the bathroom. I had these epiphanies with God in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. I don't know if people have special something places about, with God. about the bathroom in right. the shower. I don't know. Right. You know, you have these moments <laughs> and these spaces with God. For me, it's the bathroom that yeah. I have these moments. Mm -hmm. And the 18-year-old me who was preparing for college mm -hmm. and going um, away because I was getting the hell out of D.C. and it wasn't going to be 
I wasn't returning to this city. I yeah. had no plans to come back to this city. Um, but I was in a bathroom New Year's Eve. I had the house to myself, um, and I had drinks because mm -hmm. I was going, you know, you were gonna get drunk. My, yeah, That's I was going to have my own little private party. Mm -hmm. um, and I looked in a mirror, and it was like, you know those moments in a movie mm -hmm. where that person looks in a mirror and they finally see them, mm -hmm. and that anger comes out about what happened? And so I'm standing in the bathroom looking in this mirror, and I'm like, what the hell are you doing to me? Like, where's the girl who had all those dreams? Wow. Where's that person who wanted so much out of life? Mm. Like, I was just existing. Wow. And it became, God, where are you in the midst of all of mm. this? Um, it wouldn't be until I was um, in divinity school mm. uh, that my professor made all the sense in the world, Dr. Cheryl Sanders. Uh, I was in Christian ethics, and she said, you know, we, 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 when you have a home-going service, yeah. it's for somebody who's lived their life. Yeah, Come It on, is man. for somebody who has experienced life, lived it to the fullest, and they die at a rightful age. Yeah. When the homie from the hood dies prematurely, you have a funeral. That's a funeral. You wear black because you're in mourning. Yeah. It is time to call attention to the issues at play. And so it was like, oh, okay. So, and, and she also said that this isn't God's will. Yeah. So stop saying that people being murdered is God's will and they're in a better place. Yeah. Stop saying that. God had nothing to do with that. That was the evil that is in our world. That was a human taking um, their own power of pain and mixing it together and taking someone's life and ending it and starting a family's devastation. Yeah. It was, it's not God's will. So don't ever tell a grieving family that it's God's will and they're in a better place. Yeah. Speak about the Trayron Center. We only have a few more minutes, okay. but the Trayron Center um, is um, the answer for you. Mm -hmm. as it relates to the pain that right. you have felt and you are standing on your pain by giving back to those youth in the community that who are experiencing what you experienced at their age. Right. Tell us about the Trayron Center. So the Trayron Center was another one of those things that at Howard University mm -hmm. School of Divinity I sat in a class and again Dr. Cheryl Sanders um, she's awesome so check her out. Um, she hammered home Micah 6 8, um, but what does the Lord require? But you see, justice. I'm a butcher it, but you all will get the point and go look it up for yourself. So you should never take what I say as the gospel, um, but look it up for yourself. Uh, but what does the Lord require? But that you seek justice and love mercy and walk humbly with your God. And I needed to know how was I seeking justice? Yeah. How was I loving mercy? And then God began to move me toward, you know, all the pain in my life. And I didn't, you know, say, okay, God, yeah, okay, good, I'm going to go do that. Yeah. I literally sat in my living room and said, how the hell um, do you think I'm going to do this? And I'm not doing this one. Right. Um, and you want me to take all my pain, mm -hmm. every painful moment in my life, and go share with the rest of the world you done lost your mind <laughs> this ain't happening mm. um but as we all know god always wins come on now so you just might as well go ahead and do what he said and so the trayron center um is an organization that i started back in november of 2017 as a support system for families and communities that have suffered um, gun violence and trauma and it is meant and intended to be an outlet for adults that they will deal with their trauma and their pain because black people just don't do therapy. We have Jesus and he's all we need, but mm -hmm. I am here to tell you, you can have Jesus and a good therapist and Jesus will not mind. That's right. It That's is right. not, it has nothing to do with your faith, with you seeking help because your spiritual and your mental health is everything and you've been through a traumatic experience, right? One moment, you were fine, and then next with the 
knock at the door or a phone call, you were dropped mm -hmm. into the middle of the ocean. And every day since then, you've been trying to find your way back to a safer shore, a peaceful shore. So you need help. Mm -hmm. You need help. Nobody really knows how to navigate trauma. And, and so, we are so grateful for the Trayron Center. Um, we had the wire on as women involved yes. in reentry efforts. Um, and they are um, hosting a uh, luncheon in honor of for the Trayron right. Center. Um, you want to tell them about that? Because support is important. Um, they're working, the Trayron Center is working with the youth over in Woodland Community Center um, in their event um, where we actually. Um, are honoring um, the Trayron Center and Ms. Nickens with a Black Wall Street Award, um, Black Wall Street Southeast. And we'll be talking more about that. But I want everyone to know about that event that's coming up on Saturday and how right. they can support. And also let them know how we can um, stay in touch with you. Right, so visit our website, TrayronCenter.org. It's T-R-A-R-O-N.org. And if you're wondering how we got our name um, it is Tracy and Ronnie, the first three letters of my sister and my brother's name put together. That is my living memorial to them. The event on Saturday, thank you, Lashana and um, the Wire Women of the Wire. The fundraiser, the brunch fundraiser is at We Are One on Martin Luther King Avenue. Um, you can check the Trayron Center. Let's check page. it. Check it. Check okay. it. Yeah. Yeah, check it. I'm sorry, you all. Um, yeah, you can go there. It's $20 a ticket, and the proceeds benefit the Trey Ross Center. And just one correction, uh, we are in Langston Lane Apartments oh, okay. using their community center, working with elementary school kids with an after-school program and a summer program. So we are a direct service peer organization, and every all of the money goes back into the program. Awesome. Well, we thank you again. Thank you. Um, everybody, if you want to see Miss um, Ryan Nickens and more um, amazing women, please come out to our Black Wall Street um, edition. Um, we'll be at the UPO PD Green Center Friday, March 29th from 6 to 8 p.m. So make sure you tune in. Uh, we are going to see another clip from Afeni Shakur. Um, this Women's History Month, and I want to tell you that um, there's power in honoring people and honoring those who came before us, and definitely our ancestors. So y'all stay with us. We'll be right back. We have some more beautiful women in this studio who will share their testimony, um, and we will also love to hear from you. So if you have any questions or comments you want to add, you can call in at 240-719-2560. It's the beautiful truth, raw, naked, and exposed. Stay tuned. I am a product of the redemption of Christ Jesus. I need to tell you that. I'm not ashamed of it. It's not old-fashioned. It's what's new and vibrant in my life. So I want you to know that. So, and, and the other thing I want to tell you is that everything else that I'm about to tell you is because of God's glory, all right? It's not because of anything that I've done. It's because of God's glory. So for me, I believe, let me tell you this also, in the Black Panther Party, we failed because we took God out. I beg you not to do the same thing. If you take God out, precious baby, you're not going anywhere except to jail, you're going to be killed, and you're going to stay angry. Alright? So Lord, thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you for giving me for all of my sins. I have stood on stages in America and I have asked young people if they and what their parents didn't like the Black Panther Party, kill your mom and your daddy. Let me tell you that. God has forgiven me. Okay? So I don't play around with any of this. To see you all organized is a great thing, but I've seen many organizations and many mass movements. It has to be something else besides what I'm against. I've heard a lot of what I'm against. I don't like this and I don't like that and I hate this. But my God, what are you for? What are you for? keep doing that guys <laughs> welcome back to the beautiful truth raw naked and exposed guys i'm gonna tell you um 
when God is moving, you just got to go with the flow of things, okay? And I just, I was listening to Oprah, and she said she just can't be embarrassed, right? And I was just like, what? I got to dive into this. You can't be embarrassed. And she was just saying, you know, if somebody say, hey, Oprah, you know, your slip is hanging, or you have a run in your stockings, and she'll say, it happens, you know? And I think one of the things that is important for me is just to take off all the jitters of just trying to be perfect and trying to do things the way other people are doing things. And that's how we do groundbreaking things, right? It's just going with what feels comfortable and knowing that the creator is uh, has given you, um, he stamped you, right? You are stamped with uh, the glory of God to move and, and, and go forth and be great. And um, I thought about my husband's birthday is March 4th. And I always tell him, baby, March 4th. <laughs> March 4th, baby, March 4th. And um, I always try to find messages. And they say, if you look, you'll find. So look for some messages and you'll find them. But I am joined with um, someone. She's my shero. She is my shero. And, and, I, and I truly mean that, guys. Um, Melody Brown, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank I you. love her. Um, I, I met Melody not that long ago. Nope. And it was, I um, want to definitely give a shout out to Mr. Tyrone Parker and the Lines of Concerned Men and the great work that they're doing in the community. And I had the honor of meeting um, this strong woman. Um, welcome to the show, Melody. Thank you for having me. I love you so much. Please tell everyone who you are. Um, my name is Melody Brown. I'm originally from New York City. I was born in Harlem um, with a strong mom. My mom, I give all props to my mother and my dad. Um, he's no longer with us, but he was a musician mm. and he traveled a lot. So um, him and my mother ended up breaking up when I was young, like six or seven. He came up to D.C. My mother is originally from D.C., Washington, uh, Montello Avenue. Uh, he came up, bought my mom a house in Sea Pleasant. From then on, my mother kept pushing. Um, I was raised very well with my mom. My mom was the absolute truth. Um, I was uh, raised good. I could never complain about my childhood. It was the best. Um, I graduated from high school, got a car, went on several trips, was doing good. I landed, graduated from high school a year early. Um, went straight from high school into the FBI. They recruited me right, right out of high school. Awesome. Life was good. Um, and I'm getting married, having a big wedding. That didn't last long. Mm. But I did have a good, great son out of that uh, awesome. marriage. I was doing good working in the government. By the time I was 26, I was GS6 step five. Mm. Life was, couldn't be no better. Mm. Um, then I was rift from the government. And that was in the early 90s. Uh, I was divorced. I was with another young man. Um, and he was a great guy. I had two daughters with him. Um, you know, I stopped, but in the mix of that rift, I started smoking crack. And, um, but I was still trying to maintain my functional stability real hard by working, but it didn't work. I was getting in and out jobs, mm -hmm. private industry jobs. That wasn't working and trying to function as an addict that wasn't working. So um, I was just doing what, I'm doing what I shouldn't have been doing, but mm -hmm. trying to maintain. But anyway, uh, he was a good dad. Everywhere he went with those kids, he was, you know, he was a, a basketball player and mm -hmm. he was dealing with his own, you know, substance problems. But um, it took a turn, he was killed right in front of me and my children. Mm. And that was in 1995. And um, since then, my girls are my soldiers. My girls are beautiful. Both of them have their master's degree. Let me ask you, did you know the good. person who killed him? Oh, yes, I did. And that was your, you were you all married? Um, no, we weren't married. Okay. Me and Jerry weren't married. Okay, no. so that was your um, significant other, yeah. your children's father, yes. and someone you know killed him. Yes. Okay. And you were there? Yes, I was. Okay. It was an argument that really spiraled out of control. Mm -hmm. I think uh, my, my, I call him my husband, That's but right. my boyfriend, mm -hmm. he had issues mm -hmm. with his own self that it was a lot, of, lot with this story mm -hmm. and with him. And this guy that we knew from the neighborhood, mm -hmm. uh, 
my husband had took real close to him, my boyfriend. Well, we lived together, so I could That's your husband. my husband. He's a husband. Um, he would do a lot of things for this young man. Mm -hmm. And one thing led to another. A fight broke out. Gun went off. My husband was shot. He was shot. Um, he backed up on the couch. He was, I'm hollering. He's screaming. It was some other people, another guy in my house. He immediately got my children, took them to the bedroom. My daughter at the time was would have been turning two mm -hmm. um, in a few days because this happened on July the 7th. Of 1995, mm -hmm. she was turning two on the 19th of July. My other daughter would have been turning four mm -hmm. on in August. Um, my son was with my mother at the time, so he wasn't there. But um, Jerry later died that evening from internal bleeding, mm -hmm. and from that point on, for me, I I didn't get no better. I was still getting high going in and back and forth to jail, doing checks, doing credit cards, going back and forth to jail. So my mother ended up getting my two daughters in the midst of all that. Um, since then, thank God, I've been able to deal with it, with the strength of my daughter and especially my mom, she's the best. Awesome. Um, I have moved on past that. And it's that I've gotten myself together Thank God for that. There's no turning back. That's I will right. never, I can say, yeah. never will I ever do any more drugs. I wish I'd have known then what I know now. Let me ask you, a, as it relates to the drugs, because um, I know that's, you know, when it comes down to coping skills, I lost my mom to crack. I lost a sister to a dipper overdose in 2013. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I see it in our community with them, okay, and marijuana and things like that. How was it? Talk to them. How was it that you were able? What was it that said, you know what, I'm done? The man in my life now, I've been with for 20 years, and he knew my he knew my my kid's father too, Jerry. The man in my life, boy, now we have got ups and downs. He has been, he has tried to, it's to the point that this man will lock me in my house. Come on, God. So I could not go out. Come on, God. I would get a screwdriver and lock that gate. Squirty, I'm out of here. You know, until we went through back and forth. He in jail, I'm in jail. We get clean. We, he get clean. And it's a, it's a together thing. Yeah. To the point that, you have to say, I'm tired of this. You can go to any program in the world. That ain't gonna work. It's in you. That's right. It's got to be you're tired. That's right. And I was damn tired. That's right. I was tired. It wasn't fun no more. Right. I mean, it used to be, I'm sorry about the things and people killings. It just wasn't fun no more. And then my baby daddy gone. Um, I'm just going back and forth to jail. My kids are getting older. It's the thing where it's, I was still to give my kids anything they want. They wanted Christmas was no problem. Mm -hmm. Anything they wanted was no problem. Mm -hmm. I make one check to pay another, so my kids did not have to go be without anything. Right. That wasn't the right way. That was an excuse mm -hmm. to keep me with me going in my substance abuse. My kids, with my baby girl, my little one, to this day will say, "Mommy." I didn't want none of that. I wanted you. Yeah. You can't replace that. Come on, God. To this day, her valedictorian speech was for her mother to get herself together. Come on, Carl. Come That's on, God. That's what Come today on, my kids are yes, so, so close to my girls, man. Yeah, yeah. My son is a building engineer. I'm so proud mm. of my kids, man. Look at God. I am so proud of my kids. Without my kids, yeah. without my common law husband that I have today. Come on, God. They my life. Yeah. God is my life. My yeah. mother is yeah. my best. Yeah. My mother is 80 years old. Come on, God. My mother the love of my life, but I be bombing her out because she gives them my nerves. <laughs> but um, but my kids. Yeah. My kids. Yeah. When it came to forgiveness for this young man, yeah. That Speak took on my that. Kids that's father, right. Mm. That's where it hit home, guys. Yeah. Because I had to say. My son, my my son was no part of that. You know, he didn't, he didn't, he was on the outside looking in. So it was about my daughters. My daughters are soldiers. My daughters are my strength. Mm -hmm. It was about them first. My uh, my common law husband at the time, Jerry, that was killed. He had two other kids. Mm -hmm. um, Jerry, I had to go reach out to him. Jerry, how do you feel about this young man? He's about to go up for um for they're trying to take his time back. 
Um, where do you, how do you feel? I'm forgiven, mom. I'm forgiven. Mm. My two daughters are forgiven. Mm. If they had to say anything other than that, then it might, this story might have ended in another way. Yeah. But it was about them, how they felt, how my daughters felt because they were there. Yeah. How I felt, you know, but um, it's too, Jerry, in a dream, I, he came to me and he was like, baby, I'm all right. Mm. And um, that mm. dream was like, it was, this was not too long after he had got killed. And with that dream, he had other things going on with him. And that dream was so real. And I, and I, have, I would have spirits or me and my girlfriends would come mm. in my apartment and smell, smell him. I'm like, okay, Jerry, we love you. Bye. You know? <laughs> okay. and, um, but after time went on and mm. time progressed, my, my oldest daughter, she remembers him as to putting him always on his shoulder. He would take this girl everywhere from mm. the bathroom, everywhere except for when he did, you know, drugs, but he he was all they was always a part. My daughter's my daughter, my oldest daughter remembers her dad. Yeah. My youngest doesn't. She has pictures. She has pictures. She followed him with basketball. She was gonna go to Spain, but ended up she got a good a good job, so she didn't. Um he has a granddaughter that's that's vicious in basketball. Mm. So it's legend is lived is lived on. That's right. But it's about forgiveness. This boy was 17 at the time. Mm. Um, so he was young, he was he was naive, he was a follower, he wasn't a leader. Mm. Um, so as time changed, this has been 23 years this boy's been, young man been incarcerated. So mm. with the letters I was receiving from him, it was fine. But it's just something that I had to feel. So, mm. Come to find out that the day he went to court, I was I wanted to go. Uh, my kid's father had had a stroke, so my son is all upset. Okay, I'm trying to help him out, but I'm still want to be at that court. So they called me. I didn't have to come. No, I want to come. I want to be there. I want to talk. I want to see what he has to say. When I went in that courtroom, a part of me was just overwhelmed by his presence, his eye contact with me. Um, if, I, if he was an actor, he was a good damn actor that day. But to me, it was sincere. Yeah. That was enough for me to say, Judge, may I speak? This man has been, been incarcerated for 20-some-odd years. He's almost 40 years old. I think he deserves a second chance. Yeah. Not only at the time that he, uh, he killed my, um, my kid's father, he also tried to hurt me. The judge brought that to my attention. I said, well... That particular day in that alley, I I think I got the better the better. I don't I don't really think about that. I'm just thinking about him being incarcerated. That you can put aside. It's about my kid's father. That really is the issue. No matter what time you get this young man, even though he had life, it's not going to bring back my bring back my kid's father. It's not going to bring back my kid's father. I just went the other day, along with my my um, common law husband I have now, to go visit, visit, visit yeah, his yeah. grave all the time. Yeah. It's nothing, even my boyfriend, my husband goes with me. It's nothing that could take away the memories I have of this man. Yeah. And it's what about when my kids have moved on mm -hmm. and everybody's moved on, he's not going to be forgotten. Yeah. We can't bring him back, but to get, keep making this man do the rest of his life in jail, no. It yeah. was other things around it. It wasn't that he went and chopped him up mm -hmm. and put him in a suitcase. It was a, a fight. Gun went off. It was more to it yeah. than that I can say that I'm forgiven. Mm -hmm. And it's about me and my children. Mm -hmm. I don't care what nobody else has to say. It's about I'm crazy. I'm not crazy. Mm -hmm. I got good damn sense and I'm, and I'm free of any drugs. Yeah. So I can say how I feel. Mm -hmm. And that's what, it, that's what it meant to the judge. And the judge took that in consideration, took that man's life back, put him on probation, and I just hope and pray this is where progress has to come for us black men. Mm. This young man does not need to come back to the same environment. And where's this young man at? Back in the same environment. And I worry about him. So he him. was released? He when was, was he released. Winded? So that was. He got released. The, you know how D.C. is. D.C. jail. He was let out. He was released that day. He didn't come out to the next day. 
and it's the thing I worry oh. about him. Wait it's, a minute, I'm sorry. You said that when you went to court, yes. that they released him that same day, but he, he got out got that next day. day. Yes, they took his life back. But I want to meditate a little bit on that. Because just like what you said, it was, you know, forgiveness. Yes. Right? That forgiveness piece. And when you think about what happens, and I want our people out there, because I lost um, a lot of people, but gun violence, um, losing someone to gun violence just recently happened in, our, in my family. My two nephews, 25 and 26, was killed within two weeks of each other. And... When I think about, you know, like you said, that forgiveness piece, because just like our guest before was talking about when they snatched away too early, your morning and that kind of thing, you know, but to forgive someone and to uh, take it out of yourself, you know, like you said, it was really about how your children felt about exactly. it. You, you, you uh, made sure that it wasn't just your thoughts, you no. know, because again, when you think about a life, right, and these youth out here, you said, you stated some powerful things. I pray that the audience is catching this. She said that this young man was a follower. You know, he was not a leader, and you recognize that. This was someone that you knew in the community. He was young. He was 17 years old. It wasn't a malicious because they were fighting, and in the midst of all of that, it happened. And to have the strength to be able to go in there against the odds, right? Because, again, you mentioned so much. There were things, other things that you could have been doing that day. You know, mm -hmm. but you felt it in your heart. You know, the heart of a man speaks, right? What's yes. in your heart will come out of your mouth. And one of the things that I want our people to understand, and just like, and I'm just repeating what you said, is that forgiveness piece is so key. It's so key because it really, for me, it lets off a weight for myself because you're not carrying around that burden. And when you see the person, it's not a trigger. You're right. not wanting to attack, but no. you saw a communication where he was, you know, looking at you in a way of, I'm pretty sure he remembered the relationship you had before. Yes, and looking at him, I know I know that he can do it. I know he has, he's not, he's smart, mm. he's very intelligent, he's well-groomed, he's clean-cut. He can get out here and do anything he wants to do. Yes. I feel that in my heart. He yeah. just needs to be given a chance, but not to come back to the same thing, yeah. the same community mm -hmm. that they took him to where he was. I just don't want anything bad. I want him to prosper, find a job, and it's to the government and to the state to do that. This man's done 23 years. Mm -hmm. Give him a good job. Put him in a Put him back in society mm -hmm. and let so he can prosper because he deserves that. That's why I feel as though he deserves yeah. that. And I know twenty-three he feels years something. is a long time. Yes, I'm pretty deserves, sure he had time to sit and think. Yes, and he's and he's very smart. He's been he was helping people in jail. He had little things going on with him. Mm -hmm. He had a great a great recommendation mm -hmm. from every prison he had been in. Yeah. So, um, in light of rumors or what people may say, I think that he deserves another chance. Awesome. To get to be able to have a family, you know, yeah. do what he need to do and awesome. prosper. And well, I, I appreciate like you. You know, I truly appreciate you. I know it's not easy sharing your testimony and talking about those things that happened in your life. But one of the things that I know is that people overcome by others' testimony. Yes. So I, I truly appreciate mm. you sharing raw, naked, and exposed with our audience. Sure, baby. It's so important. You, you are awesome, guys. Yep. I'm going to tell you guys, please forgive. Please forgive those who trespass against us as yep. we for Wait a minute. I forget. We have to forgive those who trespass <laughs> against us as we have trespassed against others, right? Because some things can happen yes. and we not know. A girlfriend was upset. I didn't know why she was upset until she told me I didn't even realize that I did it. So sometimes that communication piece yes, and, and take it, sometimes you got to take that extra mile. Those are some key tips I want us to get from Ms. Brown. She took those extra steps to go above and beyond to get this young man out. And again, I know and I'm believing in my heart that he's grateful for that. I'm yes, believing in my is. heart that he's going to take everything that he's been through and he's going to take and sow into the community. So I thank you again. And thank, thank you for you. having me. I love you. Appreciate thank you so you. much. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Yes. Man. We're going nice to be right back, guys. We have more. We have Tempe Satcher, guys. And she's doing all things we still have revealed with Tamika Hall. Please stay tuned. We have some more Mama of Phoenix Shakur with this Women's History Month. Be back. April 2nd, 1969. 363 days later, 21 Black Panthers were arrested in New York City. One year later. So the other day, 
I just celebrated 39 years of my arrest. And where did I celebrate it at? Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech. Yes! There's so much healing to be done in our places. And I don't know whose community we mean when we say our, but for me, our is the world. I don't have a... Naked and exposed. And as you can see, I am joined with my girl Tempe Satchel. <laughs> Tempe is all things awesome. I love me some Tempe. Um, <laughs> she's just amazing. I'm gonna let Tempe go. Go ahead, Tempe. Tell everybody you who know, you know. You gotta be careful giving Tempe a platform, <laughs> a microphone, any of those things, you know. I'm truly grateful and thankful. I've, I was listening and on some of the stories that was uh before me and you know, uh, I have so much to be grateful for because I don't have those type of stories in my life, mm -hmm. but I know God and I know that he's able. Mm -hmm. And I'm just grateful to be able to bring some positiveness, you know, because mm -hmm. we live amongst so much mm -hmm. negativity every day. Mm -hmm. And not saying that everything is always positive in my life, you know, but my mama taught me from a very young age how to just live and let live mm -hmm. and highlight, you know, let bygones be bygones. But before I get into all about me, I just want to thank you mm -hmm. for this platform that you've created and that you're doing a phenomenal job. So keep up the great work. To God be the glory. Yes. <laughs> oh, glory so, goes to God. <laughs> so a lot of people, you know, they just see Tempe, oh, she's always doing this, she's doing that, and she, mm -hmm. what she's going to do next. But they need to know it started from a very, very, very young, young age. I remember my mom and daddy still, well, my mom still says this story today that when I was a kid, about five years old, I always said what I wanted to do in life with a penny. Mm. I always knew at the young age that I wanted to have a 
house and I had two houses. I always knew I wanted a car and I drive a Cadillac Escalade. On, I always knew I wanted to have children. Now I am a mother, a grandmother, and a great grandmother, y'all. Give it to me. Beautiful a big baby. Help the Lord. Look at y'all. Help the baby. I always knew that I wanted to be married. I mean, mm. I knew all those things because you know you play mothers and fathers when you're little kids. Mm -hmm. I always knew I wanted a husband. Mm -hmm. God has given me the He's best awesome. husband really a is. woman could ever ask for. My handsome, juicy, Hawaiian husband, <laughs> who it. people say he looks like Bruno Mars, so he I started is. a little page called Bruna, because he's not Bruno Mars. <laughs> and okay. they are so cute he is so, everywhere. So, oh my God, and he's they a awesome. wonderful man. And they say, how did y'all meet? That's mm. always the number one question. How did y'all meet? Well, we were buddies, had no clue. Mm. I ain't even have a crush on him. Normally, you know, you got a crush on somebody that's going to be your husband, you have at least a crush on him. I didn't mm -hmm. even have a crush on him. So we both work for, I'm not going to call that name, but we work for the same agency. And um, we became friends and went, didn't even date long. And after three months, he asked me to marry him. I'm like, well, hell, anybody else asked me to marry him? I'm going to say yes. <laughs> Three months. Right, okay. And Look now God. that three months has turned into 19 years. Woo! And they still 19. do day and night. I, I am inspired by them and Tempe. <laughs> Let me tell you guys, Tempe, um, I met her. She does uh, Nappy Yoki. Nappy Yoki and DC Love And DC Locks. Love Locks. Expo. So I think it was, yeah, the expo. And um, it was so phenomenal. I mean, just the... Um, the vent from the vendors to the venue to just her level of um, just attention to detail. And um, it's just amazing. She sings, she's, you know, has a, her own, um, she's a hairstylist and yes. all, I mean, just Number all things trait. awesome. Yes. Um, but one thing I do want to mention, um, Tempe, um, as a, a, a judge, well not a judge, she's a, part of our entertainment panel for our talent shows. And last year at our talent show, all of our talent shows are free to the community. And last year, um, Tempe was on the entertainment panel and she just busted out like she said she loved the mic. And Tempe <laughs> grabbed the mic from the DJ and was like, wait a minute, I have something to say. And normally our talent shows, I'm, I'm a stickler for no adults on stage. Like people get upset with me because I'm like, no, only the youth. I don't, you know, I have my daughter hosting the show. But Tippy grabs the mic and is like, I have something to say. You know, this is a great event. We're doing a lot of great work for the youth. I need everybody to give up donations. <laughs> she said, listen, put on some, some, some gospel church music. music. We're going to do it church. church music. And she and had those people on down. She said, you, yeah, come on, usher on down. <laughs> And, you know, with boldness, guys, it's so important with boldness because, you know, again, I'm a, I am love to give. That's my comfort zone of giving. And it's really hard for me to ask, you know, because it's a free event. And we had our concession stand. Um, but I just want to let Tempe know with those donations, you know, we were able to help youth. Um, we went to Massanutten. Mm. Um, and that's something, you know, I want to give a shout out to DMB Handyman Service, my husband, mm -hmm. who sponsors. He's our biggest sponsor for Mama Say right, right. DMB Handyman Service, um, because we were able to take the youth the mass and nothing mm, um, and with your support wonderful. and with those extra donations you know um, it wasn't too much of a heavy load on DB handyman service as it relates to the extracurricular activities like going horseback riding and um, what else we did we went go-kart you know to the go-kart tracks and the youth did like um, an obstacle course so it's people like Tempe who's giving back to the community and really pushing the envelope right it's so important for us to go with what you know we know is in us to do so you're awesome. I'm grateful, grateful for that. And I was just telling you all about, you know, my, my husband, but um, due to, um, like your story was, um, I got ripped from my government job. I had been there for 13 years, and um, I didn't know what I was going to do once they gave me my pink slip. And they gave me my pink slip, like, at a time where I was the fitness guru for the agency. And they let me teach two or three classes on that day, just to tell me, we wanted to give you this last week, but it was Valentine's Day. I'm like, what about Valentine versus the rest of my life? Yeah. So I'm just so grateful that God instilled so many gifts and talents in me that I was a little stricken by the, the riff, but I knew that I had so much more in me and I wouldn't have been able to do it had I still been working for the agency. So there's some bad things that, some great things that came out of that bad situation that I'm truly grateful and still grateful for this day. Um, like you said, I became the founder. I wanted to know how we could um, 
bring an expo. I was going and traveling around to different expos in other cities, seeing the greatness of entrepreneurs and a platform for local talent. And I was, I remember speaking to my sister and I said, well, how could we have something like that here in the DC area? One thing led to another, and I'm so, so grateful that it went on for 13 years. I took a little hiatus a little bit this year, and last year I did, I, I got, that was my last um, expo. But I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna do it again. God spoke to me and said, you have some things that you need to work on your own self and your own gifts and talents. Mm -hmm. And um, I started with my infamous Tempe Lee's Sweet Potato Pies, mm. which is doing such a great, great job, you all. I mean, you say I'm a hairstylist by day, yes, we all gotta have that one income to fall back on, but I feel great when I'm baking the pies. It's not stressful, mm -hmm. it's a mind reliever. It's a time for me to reflect on what the next thing that I need to do, because I'm always thinking of what I'm gonna do next. So I'm just grateful that um, people love the pies. You can find it on Facebook. It has its own page, Tempe Lee's Sweet Potato Pies. If you've eaten the pies before, please put your, um, <laughs> I was told that people were saving the box. Yeah, save the box because I really believe that it's gonna be, it's gonna mean something one day, you guys. So, yes, um, uh, let me know how you feel about the pies. I'm always open for constructive criticism. Don't hurt my feelings. <laughs> but if there's too much, she's she's too hard, yeah, so she's yeah, to you. Things, you know. And so, um, if it's something that is not enough of, too much of, or if it's okay, or you like it just as it is. Please, you know, there's a, um, a space for that on the Facebook, on Tempe Lee's Sweet Potato Pie page. It just kind of give your, your feedback. And guys, I'm going to tell you, I have to admit, I have not had the pie, but we will have Miss Tempe Lee back um, Friday, actually. She's an uh, honoree. We are honoring Miss Tempe Lee this Friday with a Black Wall Street Award, and hopefully she can bring some pies for oh. us to taste. <laughs> And um, we definitely gonna bring some pies here. Maybe we'll have a, a pie tasting right here on the show. Okay. We'd love to have you no back problem. on the show. Tempe um, is awesome. Like I said, she um, does fitness, still doing fitness. She's not letting <laughs> no building or no job stop her because she's over in the Kenneworth area walking with the people and inviting people to come out and walk early in the morning guys i'm gonna tell y'all early in the morning and i you know i'm there in spirit you know god gonna get me back on my athleticism and all that good stuff i used to stay in the gym i was always a fanatic but i have to get back into that um so i thank you so much yes, thank but you we want to jump right into the reveal yes guys we have reveal with tamika hall Thank you, Tamika. Yes, thank you for having me, Beverly. We're honoring women, and we honor you. Yes. We honor you. You said it's important that we show honor, and we honor you for what you're doing, yes. what you're doing for God. You are trailblazing. Mm -hmm. We had this conversation. You received that Shakur mantle. Okay, come on, okay. Come on, let's work this. Yes. Yes. She yes. is doing yes. a phenomenal job in the community. And like she said, we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word yes. of our testimony, That's right? right? So as I was talking to God, and I'm like, God, what is it that you want to talk about, right? Yeah. Because it's all about what God, well, God, what is it? What do you want to do? And God began to say, you know, I said, what's the purpose? What's the purpose of the show, me being involved? Like, you always want to know these things yeah. before you step, mm -hmm. right? Before you take that step. And God said, um, you know, why are we here? And I said, why are we here? I was like, well, that's odd. <laughs> and he said, you are not hearing me. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not hearing you. Why are we H-E-A-R? Mm. I was like, oh, okay. So why are we here? So we're hearing while we're here, right? Yeah. So the whole sound waves. And right before me and Beverly talked, I kept hearing airwaves and sound waves. So we're here and a sound is going out, right? Yeah, yeah. And And I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, God, I know where you're going with this. But how does this tie into... Women's History Month, because yeah. that's the focus of the show. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know exactly how that ties in, right? And I'm like, I do? Oh, yeah, you do. <laughs> okay, so when we think about hearing, and we think about history, and we think about it biblically, Eve was the first one to hear and to be deceived by what she heard, Yeah. right? So when we, God says you have to have eyes to see and ears to hear what's happening. So when I listen to you, Melody, because I'm here with Melody, y'all, y'all heard Melody's testimony, and it was in a moment that Melody heard her daughter say something. 
And what she heard transformed her life in that moment. Yeah. What she heard, she was able to receive it. Yeah. And I think it's so important to be able to receive what you hear, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because God is always speaking to us. He's always given us something to hear. And you have to be careful, obviously, what you hear, right? Yeah. The Bible tells us that, you know, we people perish for lack of knowledge. You're destroyed for lack of knowledge. But knowledge, when you look it up in the Hebrew, knowledge is discernment. Mm. So you have to be, you have to discern what you hear. But Melody, you were able to discern the heart, the heart of the father through what your daughter was saying. And it's that word, the seed that gets in us that transforms us, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Yeah. So we, we get the, the, the logos, which is the, the written word of God. Right. But when that rhema is coming out, mm. that rhema is a noun word. Yeah. And a noun word creates noun faith. That's right. Right? So you couldn't see in that moment, Melody, how I'm coming out of this, but I know that I just heard a rhema word. Yeah. And that rhema word was for me. Yeah. Healing and deliverance mm. is connected to the rhema word. Mm. So when we think about hearing mm. and we think about ears, right? So mm. God led me to, the, to ear. You need to, you need to do some research on the word ear. Yeah. So I was absolutely astounded. I know what an ear is. <laughs> you know what an ear is. Right. You know what an ear is, right? And we hear by our ears. Yeah. But the Hebrew text to the word ear is an instrument of obedience. Mm. An instrument of obedience. And to hear means to be obedient, yeah. right? So you're receiving the word, you heard the word, but if you were not obedient to what you heard in that moment, mm -hmm. that transforming moment, mm. then you wouldn't have seen the transformation. Wow. Mm. But that's how the glory of God right. is. Mm. I had no idea, Melody, that you were gonna give your, your, your paradigm, your mm. shift, <laughs> your moment, that it was about what you heard yeah. and it, God used your daughter and God is doing this every day y'all yeah. he is putting people in our path yeah. giving yeah. us a word I yeah. tell you the bum on the street come on yeah. that can tell good. you mm -hmm. lift your head up that's right it's gonna be all right yeah. Yeah. and you gotta receive it from the bum on the street that's right. God is putting his words in people's mouths his mm -hmm. word is a seed that's right. and when you receive that seed and it germinates in your heart it can transform your mind, mm, right? Mm. And you can be renewed because That's we are renewed. Right. That's right. Come on. That's right. By a transformation, transformation. of our mind. That's wow. right. Glory to God, God be the glory. To God be the glory. You know, um, I am truly excited about the open portals of receiving right and being able to receive those words as it relates to what is God is saying and just like what you said when you heard from your daughter you know you already that was soft ground for you yeah, that was something like you so said they were already like your heart telling me mama yeah. wow. please mama please mama yes. please and it's such of a passion mm -hmm. for your kids to say mama Stop the drugs. Yeah. It just goes through my body. And my daughter would cry. Mm. She would cry. Both my daughters would cry. My oldest daughter would try to be so much stronger. But my baby would literally cry, Mama, please. Yes. Yes. And my mom, she's so proud of me. I we fuss and we cause we so much alike. <laughs> yeah. That um I, I can let my mother can can cause one day she's gonna die. I just hope that I'm just proud to say that she's know that her daughter's got herself Come together. On, and my right, stepfather yeah. used to say, um, when you gonna get yourself together? Before he died, I was transitioning. And my yeah. stepfather was the best stepdad. Mm. And God rest his soul. But I'm proud of me, and yes. I'm proud of my change. It's more to come. Yes, it yes, is. God. Come on, it's God. It's more he to come. Yeah. That's right. Um, that. I pray for my... My car, my husband, I thank God for him. That's right. He has, it's, everybody has issues. It's yes. just more to come. That I'm not turning back. Come on, Amen. God. Ain't nothing going to make me go back. 
March 4th. Nothing. I don't knock nobody. That's right. That's March 4th. No, I don't march nobody. My my husband out there now, his birthday March 4th. My birthday next Sunday. You better set your... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. When is his birthday? March 4th. March 4th. March 4th. Listen, God. You just spoke. I hear you. He turned 53. Wow. And my husband turned 43. Come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Want to connect those dots? But um, Ooh, yes. that was something. When the power was of your kids, come on, God, are steadily, I want you. I just and you don't want to. I don't want to die. Yeah. I don't want to die. I want my kids to be proud of me. That's right. And, and I are. still got more strength to go. That's I got right. more yes, ways to go. That's right. We're just going straight ahead. Come Ain't on, nothing. God. I'm not turning That's back. Right. That's I right. don't care what you give me, what you see, what you got. Amen. Right. More power to you. That's right. God bless you. That's Amen. it. That's it. That's all I can say. Well, I'm not no better than the next. And my yes. husband always say, you ain't no better than the No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm just going to be better off. That's right. Amen. Right. Amen. That's to God be the glory, I'm guys. I'm going to tell you guys, this has been... Whew, some earth-shattering yes, things happening indeed. up in here. God is in control. Amen. He came in, showed up, and showed out. <laughs> it is Sunday. Fun day, guys. It's so important, guys, for us to forgive, yes. right? It's so important for us to move forward with our dreams, yes. right? Most when God definitely. put something, she said that God put something in her when she was little. Her <laughs> mama knew she was going to do it, and she said, I'm going to keep on moving. Keep she didn't know that that man was her husband because they were friends, and that's how God does it a lot of times. Mm -hmm. So there were so many drools dropped. We got to think about what you hear in that ear of mm. knowledge, okay? Yes. The yes. big reveal, guys, is Come so on. important. Jesus. When God are bringing people together in his name. And this isn't yes, for the glory God. of God. Yes, glory this, of is God. God. this is God's place. Yes. Yes, and, God. and we are believing God that some transformations was happened out there. Yes, that God. you all received this word. Yes, and we just want to thank you, Father thank God, you. for this thank opportunity. You. We yes, do God. not take it lightly to be before you all. This in is Jesus truly name. a pleasure, an honor. Yes. I want to give a shout out to Reggie. I want to give a shout out to Ron, our <laughs> engineer. He is so awesome. It's so important to have good energy. <laughs> yes. And Ron has yes, the God. best energy. Yes. He welcomes our guests that come in. And I'm just truly excited about all of the things that God is doing in the lives of his people. So please have your expectations out there. What you say you can have, what you see is yours. It's all on what you see, right? So yes. please keep that vision before you. You can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens you. We yes. love yes. you with the love of the Lord. Yes. Love on God. yourself. Ooh, love Jesus on yourself. Man. Trust your gut. Love all right. You. The beautiful truth, raw, naked, and exposed. We're here every Sunday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Make sure you check out my girl, McNon. She's here on Mondays at 6 o'clock. And, um, you know, all of the shows, you know, it's Voxway, women on Voxway. And we are really just wanting to um, give others a platform to do what God is calling you all to do. So I love you all again. Love you Thank too. you all. <laughs> Blessings.